0: Hi, I'm Rafael S.R. and you're listening to the Quick Pit Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Quick Pit Podcast. It's a brand new week on the show. And before we begin, I think this is going to be the best uh, podcast we've ever recorded just because of what happened this past weekend in the elimination race in the round of four at Martinsville Speedway. We'll Connor. get all into it here in the first segment. But before we begin, Ethan, Connor, who is our sponsor? I just want to
0: let you know, they're a hack. Absolute hack.
1: I always knew it was. terrible,
0: man. Dang. An absolute hack.
1: I'm always running always running behind my teammates can yeah. never be good can never be good yep. ethan who is our sponsor
0: yeah so uh we are partnered with zen's nc uh, of course you guys have heard eric come on the show a lot this past summer so huge friend of the show uh i love getting to have him on talking to him getting his opinion but he has his own youtube channel zen's nc you can find it on youtube find him on twitter as well he makes uh analysis type videos think like slap shoes or like five points vids or or um uh the iceberg, guys like that. <clears throat> his stuff is just as good quality-wise. Highly recommend you go check him out. His audio is great, his his video editing is great, and he has really good content as well. Does a lot of stop stuff with NASCAR 85, other gaming stuff. Hasn't uploaded in a while, but he's just really busy right now. But um yeah, go check him out. Links will be in the description.
1: Yes, go check him out. All right. Let's get right into the top 10 because we want to get to the Bowman versus Hamlin, all that drama here. Soon there will be kind of react. So just yeah. going on for that, but starting off the <laughs> top 10, coming home in 10th is a playoff driver of Joey Logano. He does not get the job done. Needed to get a, win, uh, needed to win to advance and he just didn't have the car to do that. All three Penske cars has been eliminated. Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney, and of course, Joey Logano. All of them struggled this weekend at Martinsville, just, you know, got damage here and there, just, they didn't come. They didn't come, and they weren't winning cars. So, uh, tough day for uh, Penske, but uh, top ten for Joey Logano on that twenty two team.
0: Penske did not have that much speed. It seemed like they just didn't really have it. It. They were. I mean, Brad got up towards the front at the end, but as a whole, Penske didn't seem to be able to compete with uh, Hendrick and Gibbs. Coming home in ninth with a really good finish. Chris Busher, 8th top 10 of the year in the 17 car matches a career high, I believe. Um, I'll check that quick. But anyway, really good run for him. He's closing out the season strong. Yeah, that's a career high. Um, he is in 18th in points, which is really impressive. Uh, he finished 12th last week at Kansas. He had, he's had a couple other top 10s, top 5s in the playoffs so far this year. So a very, very – continues a very, very strong year.
1: Coming home in the eighth-place spot is Eric Jones, an unbelievable run for that team. Uh, just – they've been kind of non-existent this year, but Eric Jones is a very good driver, and, I, and we've mentioned this before. Gibbs just kind of gave up on them. they had Bell, which, you know, I don't blame Gibbs for. But, you know, uh, Eric Jones has struggled this year, but they get a very solid eighth-place finish for that team and hopefully they might carry some momentum in to the next year with a new car. So we'll just see on that, but an eighth place finish for Eric Jones.
0: Most top tens for a Richard Petty motorsports driver now is six since Eric Almirola back in 2017. And uh, the last time someone got more than seven top tens for RPM was in 2014 when both Almirola and Ambrose Marcus Ambrose got a, uh, Got seven, so a very good year by Petty standards. Coming home in seventh place is Kurt Busch. Good solid run for him, trying to close out the close out the season strong for Chip Ganassi. Close out Chip Ganassi's book in total as they're leaving the Cup Series, leaving NASCAR next year. But a good solid run for Kurt in his last run at Martinsville for CGR.
1: Yeah, Kurt Bush has been really good of recently and he's, you know, trying to help uh, uh Chippy he close out, close out his time in NASCAR on a good note. Um, so very solid run for him. He finished fourth the previous week in Kansas. Coming home in the sixth place finishing spot is the 10 car of Eric Almarola. Um, you know, was a playoff car this year, really hasn't showed speed. Sort of racing as a whole has struggled, you know, a lot. So a sixth place run for that team, solid day. Um, and they'll probably hopefully they'll carry some momentum to finish out this year strong. So a sixth place finish spot for Eric Amarola.
0: Oh no, in fifth is William Byron continuing the speed he's had recently. I mean, I want someone I haven't seen anyone do it, but you know, given his speed the last couple of weeks, I want to see where he would be if he had managed to get into the next round. He like if done. he had if he had he managed. If he had won at Charlotte, if he had won at the Roval, since the Roval, these are his finishes. Fifth at Martinsville, sixth at Kansas, second at Texas. I mean, I think that – I mean, that's basically – and you could argue that he would have tried harder at at Texas and Kansas if he was still in the playoffs and wasn't trying to help his teammates. So, you know, I feel like Byron – Who's very, very close to making the final four here?
1: Yeah, he has been on quite some tear the last three races. And he very much could have won the Roval if that Tyler Raddick and William Byron incident never happened. He could have been there at the end. And you never know how it goes, at old courses. But just, you know, he, I think he could probably be, you know, right there um, going into it. He could be right where like Martin Trick Jr. was. And um, just he's end of the year so strong. He's, he's a future part. I I've said this before, but I give so much. You know, I give a huge applause to HMS for letting him develop. They never, you know, he struggled. He really struggled the first couple of years at HMS, but they, you know, kept giving him chances. They kept giving him chances, and now he's, you know, going to be one of the best drivers they um, in the future. And you know, HMS's future is bright. Bowman four wins this year. I don't think anybody would have thought that would go in. They were thinking more like two wins. You know, of course, no one saw Larson winning nine, whatever. I mean, races he won, and then you have Elliott reigning champion, and then Byron. Byron was a big question mark. One of the most consistent drivers in the field this year, and I mean, next year I think he's a championship contender.
0: I think, even though like the numbers don't quite show that consistently, consistency, the speed definitely does. Because you think back to like, just think of races where maybe he didn't didn't end up with the finish, but he had speed. He was fast. He was leading laps up front, may not have gotten the win or or the top five, but he's been there all season. And honestly, I think he should have more wins than just one. And, you know, I think next year, assuming that HMS hits the next-gen car and things are about the same in terms of the team hierarchy, in terms of which teams are performing the best, I would not be surprised if he if he really breaks out. I mean, you could call this a breakout year, but next year I would not be shocked at all if he, had, he goes out and wins five, six races.
1: William Byron is only 23 years old, and I'll just leave it there because he he's, he's the future, and I, I think we can leave it there. He's 23 years old.
0: He's the youngest driver at HMS.
1: Yeah. Coming home in fourth is the 19 car Martin Chucks Jr. and gets enough. Gets enough points to he will be racing for a championship this weekend at Phoenix. Uh, And, man, Kyle Busch was not happy about that last restart in overtime. You know, choose-cone-roll, which I think was one of the best decisions NASCAR has ever made. A lot of strategy goes into it. And everybody was picking the bottom because bottom has been the best lane shown all weekend in the Xfinity Series and all the races. And Martin Truex Jr., everybody went bottom. Martin Truex Jr. just rolled around the top and got all the way up to the fourth position, the fourth position, he gained a ton of rows and gained all those points and ended up finishing in the fourth position. And it forced Kyle into and Brad Keselowski having to win. So, I mean, uh, Kyle Bush wasn't happy. Martin Church Jr. took advantage of it. And Martin Church Jr. will be racing for a championship this weekend at Phoenix. So they did what they needed to do, a fourth-place pl- fourth finish from Martin Church Jr.,
0: Coming home in third is Brad Kozlowski, also pretty much needed a win, had a chance to point his way in at the end. I think he was running inside the top four in points for like three laps at one point when Truex was trying to choke it away, but ultimately comes up just short, needed a win, couldn't get it at the end, but very good run for him. And now going into his final race for Penske, which now that we're here is kind of crazy to think about it.
1: It's gonna be really weird. It, it's gonna I'm gonna have it's gonna take me time to um get used to that. But I'm I, I really want to see how he does uh um, in Roush. I I'm really interested in that. And of course I'm interested in Cendric and the two car, but you know, Kesalowski, I I think he has a you know six-seventh place speed, but just you know, was able to get up there at the end and challenge. But you know, he didn't have as we said, Penske just didn't have the speed they needed to to get one of their cars into. Uh, a playoff situation. So tough day for the two car, but um, again, hopefully end his time well um, at Penske next week. Coming up in seconds, Kyle Busch in the 18 car. Um, got there at the end, got out of traffic, just, you know, was, you know, fourth, fifth place car all day and just ended up being there. Had a chance to do it. Got a little loose off two, um, going down the back stretch on the white flag. Just couldn't get
0: And we're back as our Wi-Fi fritzed out my Wi-Fi. I think it was my Wi-Fi. I'm not sure. But someone someone fritzed, messed up the meeting, logged out, whatever. But we got the first portion recorded. But uh, we're back again. So Kyle Bush finishes second. Almost was there at the end as he pretty much needed a win after Truex was gifted the spots with the choose rule on on the last restart. But um he was so close then he was matt kyle or uh, brad Kozlaski at the end because brad kind of dumped him at the end but uh, you know kyle i'm sure would have laid the bumper to bowman if he could get to him but bowman but but uh kyle never could get back to back to bowman so second place for kyle misses misses out on the final four for the second straight year connor who is our winner
1: your winner the driver that has two times the amount of wins as Hamlin does. And it's also apparently a hack because he has he's more wins than Hamlin. I don't understand that. But anyway, Alex Bowman. Alex Bowman gets his fourth win of the year. And, you know, he at times was possibly the fastest car, but it's so hard to pass at Martinsville. And, you know, he didn't wreck Hamlin. He didn't wreck him. He got loose, which we're gonna t- I'm going to do a whole kind of reaction coming up here in a couple of minutes. But, um, No dirty thing there. Bowman gets his fourth win of the year. He wanted a clock. He went and got a clock, and you know, you know he gets paid. He he gets paid to go each week and compete for wins and win races, and that's what he did on Sunday. He got paid to be there. He got paid to go win a race, and he went and won a race. So, for all the people that think Bowman purposely dumped him, you don't know the sport of NASCAR. You don't want. You're a Hamlin fan. Because every other person, I need to save this for kind of reaction. Let's start getting heated here, but No, 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 no,
0: keep going. Keep going.
1: Hamlin fans need to realize that Hamlin does the same thing and it's called short track racing. That's what, that's what that was. It's called short track racing Bowman on the restart, roughed up Hamlin into turn one and pushed him up the track. The very next corner, three and four, he went to the high side to let Hamlin have the lead because Bowman wanted to pass Hamlin fairly and didn't want to use his bumper on him. And when he got got under him fair and square, and at the end of long runs, your front brakes are toast and they are pretty much non-existent. He went in there, his front brakes were used up, he got loose, Hamlin spun out. To be honest, if I was driving Hamlin's car, I would have saved that. He barely touched him. Anyway, Hamlin wrecks, Bowman gets the win, and Hamlin decides that he's gonna go right down the front stretch and hip Bowman's car because they think but Hamlin thinks they're playing bumper cars for some reason, which I don't know how he thinks he's playing bumper cars, but anyway, gets roughs up Bowman. And I mean, Kyle Petty on post-game, on post-race, whatever you want to call it, on NBC. Sports Network NBCSN said this perfectly. I don't know word for word, but it's something like this: A championship driver doesn't do that. Dale Senior, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, all these legends of the sport would have never done that. And even people like Bob Hawke,rs all these other people are saying, "When you know that's that's just messed up. When someone wins a race, race, that's their victory lane. They earn that." If you want to retaliate, do it some point else. Do it in another race. Do it, you know, in Phoenix, which I don't think you'll do because he's racing for a championship. But Bowman doesn't wreck people. He's such a nice guy. He he hates drama. He hates being a part of any spotlight. He doesn't, he just doesn't like it. And he always answers in the right way. And he two like less than two hours after the race went final, he posts on his Instagram story and Twitter and all his social medias that he released a shirt that says Hacked and signed by a son. He has his name signed on it. So um, Ethan bought that for me for an early Christmas present because, you know, it's so hard to, you know, get Christmas presents. But anyway,
0: I wanna, personally I'm i wearing is- that
1: shirt loud and proud. And I'm going to, you know, I'm so excited. And I think, Hamlin, you got to get your fan base up, man. Everybody was booing you. I mean, everybody. They were booing you more than their, they boo Kyle Bush. There, there, there's a problem here. So at the end of the day, Bowman at least gains more fans, and he gained Ethan as a new fan because Ethan said he's starting to even like Bowman. I called you out there, Ethan.
0: Well, but- I mean, I've always liked Bowman, Bowman, but he's really grown on me the last couple this year because there's been some other stuff too where, well, first of all, uh, he, the, the stuff at Pocono afterwards that we got to talk with him for a while, that was really cool. And Oh, there yeah, was yeah. Stuff- I,
1: also, I also wanted to mention that. So um Hamlin, you know, likes to avoid all his fans and doesn't sign anything. So Bowman at Pocono, you want to do that. Uh, post- you've post- talked race about movie. this like and every, time, every time
0: every time Bowman just, comes up, you go. Through I'm this. just
1: trying to show that Hamlin is not a nice person and hates his fans <laughs> and has not, not a fan base and is a bad driver and you know shouldn't be in the championship four. And he's gonna he's gonna finish last to all of his teammates.
0: Oh, wait. I'm just so happy you've given me like five sound bites I can use in next year's Connor reacts intro. That's just gonna be. We're phenomenal. not even
1: Connor reacts yet, though.
0: No, but we are. I'm not even gonna play the intro. Let's just keep going with this because this is great. You want? Yeah. Do you want to play? Do you want to play the audio of Hamlin spinning, and then the interview right after? Let Let's play both. And I just want before we begin, keep a
1: close ear. To the background noise of the beautiful booze, it's such a nice thing. All right, Ethan, play the audio. This is this is
0: just this is just fantastic. All right, here we go. Now Truex has to hold the one off and the forty-three off. The one back to his rear bumper as the forty-eight continues to try to take the lead from the eleven. Oh! Oh, the eleven around. The eleven goes around and the caution will come out. A restart. As you can hear there, the crowd roared for that. Nobody, I don't think the crowd, even before that, but even before Hamlin's interview, the crowd was not on his side. Now, for the second interview, unless you have a comment, Connor, before we play this.
1: No, but uh, just listen to some of the things he says and just think, you know, when he says he's a hack, realize he has more wins than him. Realize, you know, just think of what he's saying. How stupid he sounds when he's saying it. So, play and listen to it in all of its glory. Danny, I know obviously you're not happy with what happened, but what is your take on the contact down there? He's just a hack. He's just an
0: absolute hack. Um, he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week, and just you know, it's terrible. He's just terrible, and he sees one opportunity and he, he takes it. But obviously. Um, you know, he's got the fast car every week and he runs 10th, so um, he, he you know, didn't want to race us there. We, we had a good, clean race. I moved up as high as I could on the racetrack to give him all the room I could, and he still can't drive. To be that close with the day you guys had to come from the back, how much
1: more frustrating does that make it to get cleaned out, in your opinion, there at the very end? I didn't hear what you said. To have the day you guys had coming from the back like you did, does that make it worse at the end?
0: uh no i mean you know we got in we did what we had to do but like i just wanted to race uh there at the end and just um you know he's just terrible thanks danny all
1: right where should i begin what mention should i do first all right let's first say um how he uh no mentions you know how he's a hack all i heard was the fans booing him in the background that's all i was listening to that was just you know Glorious. And then he had uh, to
0: ask Parker to repeat a question. That's how loud the boos were. He couldn't hear a question he was asked.
1: And then they just got louder. So um, he also mentioned how he moved up to let him pass. Um, Who lets people pass when they have a chance to win a race? And second off, if he did move up, it's called front brakes are toast at end of runs and are virtually non usable. And it's called short track racing. That's what happens, you see it all the time. That's classic Martin. So, even the announcer said that on. you can Hold see on. the back end go around. Well, we're on,
0: gonna, sh- we're gonna, uh, we're gonna. There's
1: you know, this, this little, little
0: sound play. bite from a few years ago that that just reminded me of, Connor.
1: Yeah, listen to this Danny Hamlin uh comment a couple years ago, about two this years is ago, from listen to this. 2018. No,
0: 2019. Uh, I, mean, uh, I, I got closed off the of turn four, it looks like we got together, and, and it looks like collateral damage. He, he blew a tire, but I mean, he would probably say, "Ah, your track races. You trying
1: to find out this? Oh, i not Was also at martin Self, so um, I mean, didn't handle just a hack, you know. Apparently, Bo- Bo- apparently, you have to have the fastest Bowman has the fastest car for weekend. Um, for what I know, NASCAR. There's a new, like you don't always have the fastest car, no matter if you're top team. You know, you'll have Gibbs be faster one weekend. So don't understand how he's always the fastest um, car. And I just don't get how he's a hack, how he's bad at driving. This dude has two times as many as wins as you. I mean, people just need to think before they speak. This is this is getting out of hand. People people just say whatever they want to say before they think. So I don't know. Yeah, this is short track racing.
0: Oh man, Connor, that was great. I want to say, um, should I read them or not? I got a lot of texts from Connor Sunday afternoon. Um, And (laughs) let's see how I counted. Five times I had to say, "Connor, calm down," or some variation of that. Because Connor, your guy won. I mean, who cares what Hamlin says? I mean, if, if 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 my favorite driver won, and some guy and Hamlin was going off, I would not care. I really wouldn't because I would just find it funny. I wouldn't. I'd just be thrilled that my guy won. So I am curious why you were so upset despite Bowman winning. Because Denny Hamlin's a hack. I've
1: already mentioned that. Or right, I really got to read these text messages now. So Ethan says, ooh, what a finish. And I say, Oh, Denny Hamlin, Denny, you mad? You suck. at racing buddy. Connor kind of reacts it's gonna be good. Denny's is ma- mad saying Bowman uh, Bowman sucks. And these fans are booing him more than Kyle. They do Kyle. And then Ethan says the interview's legendary. And I said. If he sucks, how does, his, how does he have four wins uh, second most on the team? And he said, th- this is the first, Connor, calm down. Um, and then I say, I'm confused how Alex sucks so much. When he has two times twice as fun of wins as Hamlin, second Connor, calm down. And then I say, championship drivers, don't do what Hamlin did. Once someone wins a race, that's their victory lane. Gordon Dale, Dale Sr., Jimmy would never do that. Connor, calm down. Number three. All right. So the next morning comes Uh, around. You have culinary, right? Uh. And I have, and next morning comes around, and I say, I'm sorry, but it's so not cool what Hamlin did in the front stretch. And a lot of people, not just me, are mad. Just Bowman fans are upset that Hamlin did that. And Bowman even said, I'm not here for all that silly, silliness, whatever he was doing. And that's the fourth Connor calmed down. And I believe that was the last Connor calmed down. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. The, the next day. Oh, yeah. You were talking yeah. about Texas and, and Hamlin Reckon Bowman at Texas. And, uh, and then the roles being reversed. And once again, Connor, calm down. Man, that... If we were... Connor, if we were big enough to be selling merch, that would be the first, first thing I'd want to put on a shirt. Connor, calm down. Right up there with that hack t-shirt. So um anything else to say about no, martinsville
1: no just another another week another week in nascar saying the last week sadness but another week and another week that denny hamlin has turned into a
0: hack Yeah. so
1: coming in the next I, hold on moment. hold on uh, i i want
0: to i want to close out i i just want to say it's amazing that nascar put martinsville as the as the final race of the round um that was a fantastic race throughout not even the finish not just the finish but just great racing throughout lots of drama there were some other storylines that we didn't cover i mean kyle bush is mad at brad koslowski and um i think someone's upset at stenhouse too i forget who i mean you had ryan blaney getting hit by dylan for the second week in a row whole bunch of drama that you know we we didn't cover quite as much but uh this is this is so much. I mean, we if we talked about everything exciting and interesting that went on in this race, it would probably be an hour and a half long.
1: Yeah, so we'll just end it with this. Yeah, it's short track racing.
0: All right, coming up next, we will talk about some. Let, I think we there's a lot of news, so I think we'll, we'll discuss some news, the Xfinity and Truck Series Championship Four setups and such. So that's coming up next on the Quick Pit Podcast welcome back to the quick bit podcast i'm your host ethan joined as always by connor we're continuing to recap a crazy penultimate weekend for all three nascar series as well as some news this segment but first of all connor Let's talk about the truck series and the Xfinity series. Let's start off with the truck series. What a mess that one was. I mean,
1: I Martin's a little short track racing, and you see races, but there's guys out there that look like they never drove a car before. I mean, that was a mess. But at the end of the day, there's four drivers that are advancing. And those four drivers are Zane Smith grabs, of course, you know, won the race. So he advanced. And He may or may not have wrecked someone to get in, but we'll talk about that in a second. Also, joining him is Matt Craft and John Hunter Nemechek and Ben Rhodes um, uh, next this weekend at Phoenix. And I mean, you know, Zane Smith on the final restart started at uh, inside inside row second second in line, and I mean, all mayhem broke broke loose. People were doing everything they had to do to advance, and Zane Smith, you know, was you know, got the upper hand on that and Vance's. So, I mean, that was a fun race to watch. And, I mean, that that's up there with, you know, the Talladega finish with uh, uh just a couple weeks ago. So, Chuck Series has been really fun, these playoffs.
0: I kind of disagree. That was fun, but also just a mess. Like, nobody could drive – it it, there's no respect there all the drivers were overly aggressive I mean I I I love a chaotic race as much as the next guy but that was a little much and Todd Gilliland got pounded he got hammered did you see that afterwards they didn't really show that on tv but after after uh freezing spun him coming to the line right at the end he got hammered he was destroyed not a safe hit um yeah uh, Zane Smith comes in, gets the win when he needs it. Um, he's kind of flown under the radar this year. I mean, Matt Crafton gets the gets the uh, the berth without winning a race yet again this year. He's just he he's he keep he continues to make a mockery of the playoff system, which I think is just hilarious. Yeah, all
1: right. we've all mentioned how you know me, Nathan, mentioned before how much we hate you know, the playoff system and how it, you know, how it works and, you know, whatever you want to say about it. But I mean, I don't know that I, I thought that was fun racing. I, I know you're, you know, I think that was a mess, but <laughs> they were wrecking. They, they looked like they haven't drove a car before, let alone an actual truck that drives fast. So, I mean, that, that was amazing. I, I haven't seen that type of racing in, like, back in the road course days when road courses you ran twice a year. So, I mean, that was pretty fun, not going to lie. I
0: think that finish is up there with some of those um, uh, Canadian Tire. Have you seen all those finishes?
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I,
0: Canadian I, Tire in the Truck Series has, like, three finishes where they just dumped each other out of the last corner. That's how, that's how um, ridiculous that finish was. There's – There's a word for it that uh, we can't really, we're not going to say, but it was, it was, it was that.
1: Yeah. It it was that, that, uh,
0: it was a blank show.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it was a blank show. So I just, I love playoff racing. And that, that was the truck series. Just people driving like they haven't driven before getting to the better part of the weekend. Noah. Connor
0: Connor had a fantastic, 24 hours over the weekend. I did.
1: I had Bowman, Gregson winning. I even had the Eagles winning. And if you don't watch football, the Eagles bad at football. But anyway, you beat the
0: Lions. You you that that discounts it a little bit because it's the Lions. He's mad. Anyway, Gregson we lost to Denver. Wins.
1: Gregson Denver. Gregson had to win. Gregson had to win. Gregson won. Gregson had to win to get to the round of 4. AJ Almondigger, Austin Cedric and Daniel Hemrick will also join him in the round of uh, 4. But what I want to praise Noah Grayson is he had to win, but he never did it dirty. He, you know, was not the fastest car. I I will 100% agree with you. Maybe not even a top five car, but he got up front. And as I said, it's so hard to pass him to Martinsville. And he didn't let anybody bite him, controlled the race. You know, Hem- Hemrick got, Hem- Hemrick is, oh my God, I feel, I feel, oh my God, I feel so bad for him. He, how many? How many second places? Well, did he finish second? No, Cedric did, right?
0: No, I think so.
1: No, it was a Cedric Gregson photo finish type thing.
0: Wasn't oh it? yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, so Hamrick, Hamrick, you know, has he was leading with seven to go, and Justin Haley, who of course doesn't advance, had a really tough day with brake issues, spun out, um, out of four, and got a late, late race. Late race caution, uh, caution, which caused a restart. And then uh, Gregson Gregson took the outside lane. And uh, I believe I'm saying this right. Gregson took the outside lane because you, even a spotter or creature, if you forget to sit on the radio, winners take front row. And there's a thing. You go bottom lane and shove the, per, shove the person in front of you into one. And he didn't. And he raced clean. He got up front. There was a caution that came out to uh, force overtime. He held everybody back, and I mean, what a race! What a—he was so clean too. He didn't—he didn't wreck anybody. He didn't move anybody. He's uh, the 54 spun out off uh, off Gregson's uh, uh, front, um, but he, it was like a stack up thing with Cindric behind. Cindric was push, pushing Gregson. Gregson when it got into Gibbs. It was just one of those, you know, normal short court uh, short track stack ups type stuff, but you know, he didn't wreck anybody and did it clean. So you've seen this kid make mistakes before. He's going to be a young, good driver in the sport of NASCAR. And uh, this was the biggest race of his career.
0: Daniel Hemmerich has the second most laps led this year in the Xfinity series with 615. He has one of the highest average finishes in the series. He has um, 20 top 10s, 14 top fives, and no wins. None. And he has, let's see, he finished second. He finished second at Las Vegas. Finishes second at Road America. Second at Texas. He's finished third a whole bunch of times. I mean, just, just two weeks ago at Texas. He was running away with it. Caution comes out, loses it on the restart. Atlanta earlier this year accidentally gets spun out by Kyle Busch while leading, while dominating. Hemmer could easily have four or five wins this year. He is the most unlucky driver in the series. And personally, since John Hunter Niemicek is in the car this weekend at Phoenix, in the 54 car, which has been just lights out, I am hoping Nemechek wins the race. And Hemrick finishes second. So Hemrick can have the winless championship.
1: Oh, and Gregson won the championship. Sorry. Um anyway, but yeah, I mean, he's not the he's not the unluckiest driver in Xfinity. He's the unluckiest driver in the whole sport. Trucks, Xfinity, Cup. The most unluckiest driver. And I I feel so bad for him, but you know, I feel like luck has to get on his side at some point. So. Yeah, just tough.
0: Just tough. Here's a question for you, Connor. Do you think the reason why uh, Gregson wrecked his car in the burnouts was because they had something illegal?
1: No, he barely hit the back. I mean, he 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 always does that. I mean, you can you can say that all you want, but he always does that. So it's not anything new. And yeah, where he hit, I don't think there's anything there. Like there can't be anything there. He does it all the time. He burns that thing down till. He'll burn that thing down until, you know, he can't until the car stops working. So that's just Gregson. Uh, they even haven't, they haven't had a problem all year. So I don't, I don't think there's any issue.
0: Yeah. So I think we should go over some news. There's been a lot of Xfinity silly season stuff going on this week. Uh, first of all, Connor, you saw who uh, I'm assuming, you know, I hope, you know, because I'm going to ask you. To to go over this, uh, who's in the second RCR Xfinity car?
1: Oh, I did see that. I I did see that. Um, blank truck series driver. What's his name? I'm blanking. Austin Hill. Yeah, yeah, Austin Hill. Uh, I mean, we all knew that that I th- we thought Matt Bandetta could possibly be in it, but it, it's not going to be him. And I mean, I don't I don't know if we're going to be focused on just you know the main two car for RCR in the Xfinity series. But I mean, let's wait and see. I feel like it's a a good opportunity for him. I feel like, you know, moving up, moving up in the ranks. So I feel like it's a good move for him. I don't know how competitive they're going to be, because I I just don't know. They could be competitive. They could be the same size, same speed as the other car. I, I just don't know. So at that time we'll tell that. But, you know, I feel it's a good move for Austin Hill moving
0: up in the ranks. Reed and Hill will be a fun team in RCR. You know who was supposed to go in that car? Hill. This was revealed on Door Bumper Clear this week. Um, Parker Kligerman had a deal with RCR to, to drive that second car, and it fell through at the last moment. Kligerman was almost the driver of the second car.
1: I mean, I feel bad for him, but I also really like him as a pit road reporter dude. So, <laughs> Pit I mean, road
0: reporter dude. If he was yeah. racing Xfinity, he could still do cop.
1: Sure, but I don't know. I wonder why that is. I'll to see if anything comes out about that. But you know,
0: hopefully, yeah, Clickerman, Clickerman's good. He he was he wheeled that uh, ninety six to a good finish at Kansas last week, um, and then finally, at least in the notable silly season stuff. Before we talk about well, there's one more thing, but. Um, Myatt Snyder lost his ride at RCR, but it was announced today he will be going full time with Jordan Anderson Racing in the 31. That's an RCR affiliated car. And so, Connor, what are your thoughts on that one?
1: I mean, I just wanted to see more about, you know, why that is. Because if they're, he's going to another RCR affiliated car, I don't really understand. But, you know, that 31 has been quick some weekends. So, I, you know, he's out, that car's outrun the two some weekend. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he can win. A, he could probably he could win a race with that. You know, you've seen drivers take that car and run top ten with that. So, um, we'll to see. Um, but I don't know.
0: I think it's mostly just a lateral move, honestly. So we'll see. We'll see just how well how well he does. I think he's a very he's a decent driver. I don't know if he has the talent to light the world on fire, but it'll be interesting to see. And finally, just because we kind of, I kind of feel like we have to mention this, Matt De Benedetto is lighting his career on fire and throwing it away. Um, can't say I disagree with him on some things, and disagree with how social media and the public is handling this. But he's not going to get a ride talking like that. It's it's way too much to go over. Connor, I'm assuming you've seen all this drama.
1: Yeah, I've I've seen clips of it and stuff. Yeah, but I mean. He, as you say, he's throwing, his, he's throwing his career away, and I don't know. I kind of feel for the dude, but, I mean, got to be kind of smarter than that. You can't, be, you can't be throwing your career away like that, but I, I don't know what to see.
0: Yeah, he – I, I personally, I, I like him. I think he's a cool guy. I would love to see him succeed, but especially right now, now is not the time when you're looking for a ride to go out and say stuff like that and you know just just keep your mouth shut when you're trying to get a ride because even if a team agrees with what you're saying they're not going to sign you because this is going to bring a ton of bad press to whatever team he ends up with and at this rate it's probably going to it might just be a truck series team honestly so we'll leave it at that and we will move on you ready to move on to our final preview segment of the year connor Yep, thirty-two
1: down, and this is the last one.
0: Thirty-five, um, Connor. Come on. Oh,
1: oh yeah. Why, why did I say thirty-three? Oh well, but you anyway, said thirty-two. Yeah.
0: Technically, it's thirty. Wouldn't it be thirty-seven because we've already done thirty-seven because of the clash and the all-star? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. right. So, with that being said, we'll move on to the final preview segment where we preview the championship race at phoenix that's coming up next on the quick podcast
1: welcome back to the quick podcast it's our final preview segment of this year until date until the clash actually um in the in february so um Sad, but it's a championship weekend. Championship weekend, there will be a champion uh, crown in each of the three series of NASCAR this weekend. It's gonna be a crazy weekend, gonna be a fun weekend. And there's actually practice and qualifying. Um, haven't said that in a long time, but uh, for the cup series practice, one will be on November 5th, Friday, two days before the race. You'll be hearing this on Thursday. So, tomorrow when you're hearing this at 4 05 p.m. And then qualifying the next day at 7 p.m. on Saturday. And in the race, 3 o'clock, November 7th on NBC. Catch it all there. Don't want to miss a minute of it. It's going to be 312 laps, 312 miles. It is a mile racetrack um, out in Arizona built in 1964. And the caution speed will be 55 miles per hour. Don't miss it. NBC, 3 o'clock. A winner will be decided.
0: Yes. Connor and I, for the first time in like a year and a half, we'll be recording in person for that, I think. assuming, assuming all the details work out Yeah, which, And we might well, we'll actually be- have
1: We might even have two podcasts in one week because we might be just giving Phoenix its Phoenix' own little own little podcast recap, you know, a little splash and go 30 minute type podcast, but we'll, we'll we'll keep you updated on Twitter so go follow us over Twitter. but um, I mean. It's gonna be fun to watch, and I can't wait to see the championship is. And I, I like, I had a tweet earlier this week, and I said, "Who do you think is gonna win?" So I, I personally, I want Chase Elliott to win just because I don't know. I feel like it'd be cool to have another win back to back, um, because a driver that's not hated. But I feel I just haven't got that Kyle Larson's gonna win it, and I feel like Truex is just not gonna. gonna Truex is gonna finish like seventh or eighth range, and then you can. Replay that when it, when I'm right, so I'm calling that. I'm calling. We'll replay that, the...
0: that when Truex goes and leads 250 laps and dominates yeah. his way to the win. Um, I think I personally want to see Elliot win just to see like everything explode because like he's already called like a Mickey Mouse winner. I don't. I'm not even sure exactly what that means, but like he. He's not liked by he, he you either love him love him or hate him, and there's a small or a large portion of the haters that think he did not deserve his championship last year and so it'll be really funny to see him win this year because he definitely say what you will he he has not been the best car this year. We'll put it that way
1: yeah it's... oh well, but yeah, so I... I just, I want Chase Elliott to win. I just, I want another guy that wins a ton of championships in five years, like Jimmy Johnson did. So I don't know. That'd be cool.
0: So let's uh, first, first of all, we should clarify just to the championship for are. we have Martin Truex jr. In the 19 car for Joe Gibbs racing, Denny Hamlin in the 11 car for Joe Gibbs racing, Chase Elliott in the nine car for Hendrick motorsports and Kyle Larson in the five car for Hendrick motorsports. So, it's Hendrick versus Gibbs, no Ford in the finale for the first time since I think 2015. Um, which is which is crazy. And one other thing, Connor. Uh never mind. Forget it. I thought I had a stat, a trivia stat I didn't. So, Connor, who are some? Now we're talking about the championship here, and we'll give our, our official picks here in a minute but we do have to pick the race winner too, which pretty much, I, I think I'm assuming you think that the race winner is going to be a championship four driver.
1: Yeah. I think it's safe it to assume that, you know, all these teams, there's, there's, you know, Hendrick versus Gibbs, Hendrick versus Gibbs. These teams are going to put all their stuff into, you know, you know, those drivers. So it's either going to be those four or a Penske driver because Penske doesn't have anybody they focused on. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's safe to assume that's going to be one of the championship drivers it's going to be pulling into victory lane with a trophy at the end of the day. So, um, I I don't know. I I if I'm picking someone, I'm picking a championship driver. I would say you have, I would say you have one out of four odds. You you one of those four is going to win. I think that's safe to assume.
0: Yeah. However, if we were to have anyone go out there and pull off an upset, I think you would agree with me in saying that it should be Kevin Harvick.
1: Yeah. History says that, but I also feel like he's not been good this year. So I um, don't feel like he's going to, to win it, but I feel like he'd also be up there, you know, trying to spoil it at the end. So, um, yeah, I can agree with that.
0: Everyone in the championship four, except for Kyle Larson has won at this track at Phoenix Raceway. The Hold on, Connor. We need our last track facts of the year. We need to know if Phoenix is paved or not.
1: Well, I skipped it when I said the other stuff, but it is actually paved. I I, I didn't know. I can't believe that. I never would have thought it was paved. Oh, Paved racetracks? Never heard of them. But, yeah, it is paved.
0: Yes, of course. So, uh, Martin Truex Jr. won here in the spring, I think, That's part of the reason why I I think he's a strong contender. Uh, Chase Elliott won last year's championship race to win his first championship. Denny Hamlin won back in 2019 and also back in 2012. So Hamlin has two wins here. Truex has one, and Hamlin has one. So none of them have a super strong history here at Phoenix, which is good. I think Phoenix is a Say what you will about the product it puts on, but it's a racer's track. It's not a cookie cutter, and it's not a short track where anyone can take someone out, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's not short track racing. It's kind of you – know, it says it's a mile long, but it feels like a race more like a you know mile-and-a-half type track, but um, – I don't know. I, I just can't wait to see, you know, watch it because I, I just want to see, I, it's been a NASCAR is such a long season. It's the longest season in sports and f- coming down to one weekend between four guys. I, I just think it's super cool. So can't wait to see that.
0: You saying that you,
1: you've liked the playoffs. Connor? I mean, I I want. come on. Elim- <laughs> Elimination races. I like, I, I just like championship weekend because there's one driver that's going to win. There's there's a there's gonna be a champion, you know.
0: Yeah, I I can see what you mean. I think if they want to go with the elimination and they would never do this, but if they want to go with the elimination style format, they should make it so that the final the round of four is three races, and whoever has the most points at the end of those three races wins.
1: They, I agree with you, but they would never do that. They would never.
0: They would never. I think the only thing that would cause them, and part of me is rooting for this. The only thing I think that would cause them to, to go back on it is if you have a couple more unwinless winners, like if Crafton and if Crafton and Hemrick both win the championship and trucks and Xfinity, and then also if some if Cody Ware or Quinn Half accidentally takes out Kyle Larson or something like that from the lead and Kyle Larson won nine races all year, misses out, misses the championship because of Cody Ware. I think then you need to have serious discussions if you're NASCAR. So part of me is almost hoping that happens.
1: Yeah. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk. Yeah, We might have a own segment if that happens.
0: Yeah. I, I like that idea. So, uh, Connor, who is your race-winning pick? None of us got it right last week. Uh, I picked Keslowski, Connor picked Truex, and Siri picked Elliott. Which means that I am confirmed to not lose to Siri this year. Um, who is your pick, Connor?
1: And I can pick whoever I want because I'm going to win no matter what. So um, that's pretty cool. But my pick, my pick, my final pick of this year. Number nine car, Chase Elliott's going to get it done.
0: My pick is going to be Kyle Larson. Who is Siri's pick, Connor?
1: Series last hope. and It's not a terrible one, but it's going to be Joey Logano in that 22 car.
0: Yeah, I don't think he's getting it done. All right, so, Connor, we don't have playoffs for our picking game, so you have locked up the championship. You are far and away winning. You're, You're running away with it. I mean, we need to add playoffs, Connor, because this this season-long championship between the two of us is just not competitive, it's not fascinating, not interesting for the fans. It needs to change.
1: It's pretty interesting when you're winning it, though.
0: That's fair. All right, I think we should give – so by picking – by me picking, Larson, you picking, Elliot, we've also given our championship picks. Who are your picks for Xfinity and Trucks? Oh, Connor lagged out again, so we will wait for him to load back in. My pick, personally, I think for the truck series, it's going to be John Hunter Niemicek. Um He has been fantastic all year long. Um, he barely made it last week at Martinsville, but he made it in. He's been the best truck far and away, and I think he goes out and gets it done for his first truck championship, make it worth it to move back down all the way from cop to trucks, to, to KBM. So I think Nemechek is going to get that one. And for Xfinity, I am going to go with Austin Sindrik going back to back. He won year last year, needing a win to win the championship. He won, got the job done, won the championship. And uh, we will we'll see. But I think, I think Sindrik is my pick for that. And Connor still isn't back yet. So, no, I'm, here. I'm here. Oh, you're back.
1: Yeah, I don't know what happened there. So, someone's Wi Fi is going on because you froze and I froze, whatever. It, it's been a weird week just in this sort of NASCAR and everything. But yeah, I'm going with Gregson and John Hunter Neiman check here. I think those are the two obvious picks. Gregson's going to easily pull away with it, and John Hunter Neiman checks also just gonna be the better driver. So,
0: sorry, Connor. Um, John Hunter.
1: Away. Can I pick them too? No. All right, I'm going Gregson. And I'm going Ben Rhodes.
0: Rhodes, ending in he. You're picking him to to start and end the season with a win. Yep. You remember way back when when everyone was like ticked off that Rhodes was winning everything at the start of the year.
1: It feels like four years ago, but yeah.
0: Dang, it's been a long you're right. season. Because like, didn't wasn't wasn't the trucks extended race the one where like that nobody was up there and lost by like an inch. Yeah. That yeah. Roper dude Corey, It was Corey Roper. He led it in the yeah. white flag and he got passed on the front stretch and finished third, but lost by like a foot. Yeah. That was crazy. And then, anyway. and then, and then, and then we're, we're we'll have a, a year of recap, but like then we had going on the next week, week after Daytona, And then we had Lazard on. We were talking with Lazard about his first two races of the season.
1: You're getting carried away here. You're getting carried away.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about all of
1: that in the offseason. We have a whole – we have a bunch of segments we need to cover anyway. So, with that being said, that will do it for this week's podcast, an epic Martinsville recap in a last preview of the year at Phoenix. Don't miss it. NBC 3 o'clock. Going to be some fun racing. That will do it for this week's podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Share with your family and friends. Links to everything, our sponsor, our Twitter, everything's in the description below. And we'll see you next week on the Quitbit Podcast.
0: Connor, have that five dollars with you when we record after the race on Phoenix because it's time to pay up. McDowell has his revenge, and you owe me, you owe me money for, for that debt. We'll see you guys next week.